Welcome to Everpals. Welcome to Everpals. Hello, everyone. I am tired. Tired? Tired from what? Yeah. Progressing. You're on, you're on vacation. How are you tired? I've been sitting at this computer desk doing <laughs> secrets of fadeware progression. Hard work. Yeah. And and dragging people, <clears throat> Polly, through uh, through progression. Yeah, but Carl carries too. Carl does some work at like DA and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I helped a couple people last night. One mm -hmm. person in particular is someone that helps us out pretty often. Mm -hmm. And that is Monkey. Monkey. We, we had yeah, Monkey yeah. with us today. What's up, Monkey? Nothing much. Just chilling. I was really hoping that you would use the uh, gaseous uh, monk on the server. All right. The gaseous, <laughs> gaseous person I know. <laughs> monkey. Yeah. It's the, swag, the swaggiest. Yeah. I've been known to have some swag. You don't have a swag stick. <laughs> I know. It's really unfortunate. Yeah. I tried, though. Yeah. And Monkey, you're the uh, you're the baby of the guild. It's very true. For now. Until someone else has a baby, or? No. Until somebody comes back. If oh, come I know back. who you're talking you know about. It. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But, no, right, Monkey is, Monkey's our, our child. Yes. Our, our pal's cherub. He's not Cochina's child. He's ours. <laughs> uh, but no, Monkey, um, most importantly, the, thank you for coming and joining us. Um, mm -hmm. I know we talked about it a little bit, and uh, I'm excited that we finally made this happen. Oh, yeah. It's, um, We're going to ask you a whole bunch of monk things. Yep. So Monkey <laughs> is a monk. Um, you know, go figure there. Um you also have what a couple other boxes, right? You got Shammy, Monkey, Shammy, yeah. and then and then you inherited uh, Dundre the Bard from Mafaka. Right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got Monkey the Monk, Shammy the Shaman, and then Dundre the Bard. Why did you decide to play a monk? Um, I don't know. Um, the last server I did, I did Agnar. It was Poplock, so it was kind of weird. But I played a Druid, and I enjoyed it. But I kind of liked the the DPS aspect of it a little bit more i wasn't mm -hmm. what you call a stereotypical druid where i just sit there and heal no nah, i would uh, just do nothing but dots and nuking whenever i'd raid over there. so so playing the power era katricia then huh yeah basically yep. <laughs> <laughs> um so i want to know I, i'm i'm not trying to take over from uh polly here but i have so many questions that uh, you and i talk almost daily or whenever we're playing you and i are always in in chat together but you know we're bullshitting and and just chilling but i've never asked you like how did you get into like everquest like it must be weird to play a game that's older than you are yeah EQ's, Ooh, uh, it's about four years older than i am so that's it's a good question uh it was cochino um who's my dad uh he's the one who got me into the game um a few years ago actually played on a live server for a couple years with with him and some of his brothers because they played it when it came out you know 22 years ago and they I mean they played different rpgs in the past uh 
like like WoW, EQ2, stuff like that. But they came back to EQ, and I it piqued my interest, so I wanted to play. And they got me up to level, and I played a Ranger over there I, uh, when I first started, and then I played a Druid. And then, I don't know, I just I kind of fell in love with it. It's a it's an interesting game. I just really enjoy playing it. What What about the game particularly makes you like it? Because I'm sure even when I was growing up and even now when people ask like, oh, you play games, what do you play? Like Call of Duty or whatever. You're like, no, I play this game that's uh, 20 some odd years old and uh, it's elves and dragons and stuff. And everybody kind of just <laughs> looks at you like, first of all, why are you playing a game that's older than dirt? And then also why are you playing a game that's, you know, an MMO? When obviously everybody's playing Madden or Call of Duty, Battlefield. Um, I've always been like a nerd, like always into like the fantasy stuff. Like, and oh, I think that was one of the things that uh, like drew me into the game to begin with. But one of the things that made me stay was like the community. There, it's it's a really overall nice and helpful community. And then especially when I gilded up with pals, I mean it's. Like less of a guild, more like a family kind of, kind of thing. So like that really just keeps them playing. Best guild you've ever had, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I think uh, Polly will agree with me as well. Yep. Yeah. Got an extra guest here. One second. I think it was to say hi. Who is this? What's up, guys? Hey, it's Cochino. Cochino is Monkey's dad. Is he gonna be jealous? He wasn't cool enough to get on here. (laughs) Are you jealous that you're not on the podcast, Cochino? I am, but I am, but I'll get there one day. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a paladin episode. We'll have a paladin episode. He's our guy. So, yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. Like I said, that uh, you're playing because obviously uh, our little group has uh, has some quality issues with uh, <laughs> with like tankage and stuff. And right. uh, you know, retirement. It's, uh, yeah, retirement. Right it's really nice to have uh, a monk for polls, and uh, you kind of pull and, and don't argue about it and it's yeah. you know great to have and he's got a shaman for backup heals and nice lows and buffs and all that good stuff i enjoyed pulling it's one of the things i didn't expect to like but there's so many ins and outs that if you don't do it correctly it it can fuck the, everything up it's difficult too yeah but it, it's surprisingly fun it's uh, really- i i read a long time ago that uh Monks love pulling because they get to see parts of the zone that other people won't do. So like you and I and, and Polly, we were all in um, Bloodthorn or Blood Moon Blood Keep. Moon Keep yep. Blood Moon Keep, yeah. And we we just sat at the doorway and then we sat in that little corner. <laughs> yep. I don't know sure. anything what the zone looks like, but you were running indoors and you knew spawn times and where everything was. And yeah, you, know, you got to explore a little bit. It's it's nice because I mean you can go and run into a room and like oh I'm dead you're not gonna attack me it's it's a it's definitely it's really it's really good part of the game I enjoy it a lot. Uh, do you like pulling there, Polly? Hate it, hate it for passion. So, like, remember on Thornblade when we talked about our roles? I would just lay there at night because I was gonna do what um, monk druid and you were gonna do. Uh, SK Shaman, and mm-hmm. I changed everything up because I just sat there at night. And I was like, I, I hate pulling. What am I thinking? So yeah, hate it. I'm glad Monkey's there to pull for us sometimes. 
Now, what classes have you not played that you kind of want to play? Because obviously you've done a hybrid, you've done caster, priest class, and you've done, you do a monk, priest, and bard now. I mean, I've done, and I've like, I've played like other classes on the side. Like I've played Guccino and I played a Shadow Knight and I played a warrior. I've got Tanky, who's my warrior. Um, Honestly, I haven't really delved into the casters a whole lot, but I don't particularly plan. I played a wizard a little bit. I had Nuki, my wizard box, before I had Dundre. Um, and it was... I see a common theme between you and Pokin with your uh, character name. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I tried. Yeah, if I could have named Dundre, it probably would have been Barty. Barty? Or something along with, like, Flutie, like Flutie Tootie. Mm, I don't know, something... Flakes. Yeah, something along those lines. He doesn't know nothing about Fruity Flakes. Fruity Flakes? <laughs> no, he doesn't know that one. So D- Doug Flutie was a quarterback for I Boston College. He threw a, he he threw a Hail Mary in the Boston College, and he won a game, and then he yes, played, played for the played Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Yeah. yeah. And then he was so popular that they gave him his own brand flakes. Speaking That's of playing funny. for NFL football, um, we discovered, both Monkey and I discovered, that Carl Weathers, who is the namesake for my cleric, played for the Oakland Raiders in eight games, is now a member of the Oakland Raiders Hall of Fame, or I guess the LA Raiders Hall of Fame. Eight games. Yeah. Eight games. He got Hall of Fame. That's how awesome he is. <laughs> um, Side note. Yeah, no, that was great. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, I was going to ask uh, Monkey what he was going to name his bard if it wasn't Dundre. And I thought he that answered too. that for me too. Yep. So. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Back in my mind. I think I made a Barty at some point, but I think I never, like, he never saw, he never came into fruition. So now Dundre is like your songs, bitch. That yeah. Follows your group. Um, do you ever like main Dundre and yeah. kind of try to do bard things? Yeah. I've, I've, I've put them on the, on the big machine and played him every once in a while. Like at the end of TSS when um like I was AA capped, I didn't wasn't doing much. But Dundre needed AAs and I was and there was a spot in a group. I'd I'd put Dundre on the big machine and I'd just and I'd go pull on him and I'd do DPS and stuff. So, do you like playing a bard? Because it's I've fun. played a bard for the first time on, on Thornblade it's and a blast. It's I interesting. It. It's really it's an interesting class to play because it's a lot more intricate. There's a lot more ins and outs to the class. Mm-hmm. And like what you see on the surface, because on the you see on the surface, it's just oh, you see sing a melody and auto attack, and that that's really about it. But there's like a lot more a lot more to it than like the more you play it, the more time you put into it. There's a lot more realize you can do a lot more stuff with it. Yeah, there is. Uh, one day we were in Carner's Castle, and <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like mezzing things. I charmed something, and I had everything slowed and mezzed. And well, you started off with um, Flexen. And mm-hmm. dipped mm-hmm. out and switched over to Tutin. And that's kind of what I wanted to ask Monkey, because you played both at the high end. Who's the better puller? And for group content. For group content? I'm I'm partial to the monk. I, I mean the bard is definitely a solid puller, but with the new monk ability that's only come been around for the last five levels or so, the ability to AE Mez um a group of mobs and then to like do that and then be able to tag one out and pull one mob out of a bunch of seven it's it's game changing it really is there's it takes a lot of pressure off of the monk of like being, having to split stuff with the feign death splitting and all that other stuff 
So, I mean, the bards, they definitely have their time to shine when they're pulling and stuff because they have the ability to fade like instantaneously and no fail. A, it's no fail, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, monks have that in their own way. They have an ability that's, it's on a three minute cooldown though. So you can't just do it like over and over again on the same pole to get the mob that you want to come out. But there's other ways to do that with a monk. But for raids, you think it's hand down, hands down monk? Like that's my understanding for like pulling in raids where the mobs are higher level. Um, is it like almost always a monk that's pulling? As a, I mean, I've pulled and been pulling in the raids and stuff. Um, yeah. And it's it's easy to, like with the raids we're doing now, I mean, the, the trash we're doing when you're at max level at level 80 now, the trash is only level 83 at the mm-hmm. highest. Which is the max that the monk can mez. So I mean, you can. So even at that point, I can still use the wow. the tricks in my bag to be able to get mobs to the raid. Cool. Yeah, I like um, <clears throat> I like like pulling from each of you guys, right? So like a monk, um, it's good for like dungeons and stuff. I think you can pull a couple mobs. You can feign. Uh, we're not really worried if you're in the group or not, you know, kind of thing. But the uh, the bards they do the the fade they can only fade certain levels and when they go ahead and they pull a boss out of a group of mobs because they can feign all the low level mobs around but the boss will run i think that's pretty cool yeah they definitely both have their their benefits in in terms of pulling 100 yeah for sure um cool yeah so um you know we we kind of touched on you playing um playing a couple different classes and stuff is there um is there anything you're looking forward to you know on any of your classes coming up in secrets or um maybe in in the future here like um your your monk or anything any special abilities or anything coming up i mean as far as the monk goes there wasn't a whole lot just upgrades to increase level stuff um the shaman there's a lot of uh, fun stuff over there um I essentially got three extra spell slots this expansion. One from the AA and then two from not having to have slow or AE slow on my bar because those were gifted into um, AAs. Oh, yeah. A- AA slow now. Yeah. Yeah. it's So I, I ultimately got basically three extra spell slots that I didn't have before. So. And so what would nice. you put on your spell bar? Some dots, um, mallow when I have to, some other stuff. Just to hope, hey, you hopefully. got five minute silos too. I'm surprised you're not bragging yeah. about that. <laughs> oh, no, that it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I mean, Dundre ultimately got two extra spell gems because of the five minutes because I was lazy and I didn't and I had silos in my melody that way it never fall off. But two and a like the difference, you, you don't think the difference between two minutes and five minutes is huge, but in terms of silos, it's it's crazy the sure. fact that you can just take it out of your melody is just amazing yeah and it's instant cast so it doesn't break the melody either that's honestly the biggest thing about it and yeah that's it's nuts and there's also two aas uh quick time and fierce eye both of which increase the dps of your group by leaps and bounds wow is that why my attack is up over 2000 sometimes 2000 <laughs> oh man i got work to do yeah, I think I'm hitting like twenty two, twenty three hundred in rates sometimes. 
Right. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Polly real quick. What's Polly doing there? Polly is uh, getting some gear, uh, getting some donations. Thank you, Monkey and Cochino. Um, <laughs> Any donations here, and waiting on a dagger to drop. Remember, I got the 2.0. Waiting for an upgrade. We haven't had luck. Poking and Polly are kind of stuck with old daggers. I think. What do you have on Poken? You have something from. You have that Ember Shank from mm-hmm. TSS. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're a couple expansions, like one expansion behind, two expansions behind. Um, so yeah, we're waiting for some daggers to drop, right? Yeah, and then I think daggers to drop, some offhands. Mm-hmm. I uh, I should have beat Noto on that one hand blunt. You told me I didn't need it, but I I kind of looked at it. It just depends on how long we're going to be stuck at the stage, and I think we're going to be stuck here for a while um, before we get to uh, the mansion, Melzras mm-hmm. Mansion. So. That's a tier three weapon. Now, it's the best for tier three, like the stuff we're rating right now. But as soon as we get into Meldress, it's quite quite a leap from where we are now to Meldress. And again, from Meldress into Crystallos. So now, I was just like, I was playing the patient game. I was going to ask both of you, uh, and I'll give my thoughts as well. But what what do you guys think of the progression so far? Go ahead, Monkey. Okay. Um, I'm pretty much done with it. It it was it was fun to go through. Well, like done as far as like group progression and stuff goes. I was still and then I'm also I'm a Meldras Mystical Mansion raid flagged, which is great. Uh, just one less thing I've got to worry about. Um, but overall, it's been it's been fun. There's you can definitely tell the the jump in difficulty from this expansion or from the last expansion to this one, and it's it's really fun to see. Things hit like fucking trucks. Yep, they do. Trey got, got trash mobs hitting for two k, like tripling for two k mm-hmm. a pop. It's I insane. got ran over a couple times. I think Polly and Carl have gotten run over too. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, oh yeah. I used here, to, but yeah. I used to be able to tank stuff, and now like I just have enough AC and hit points to not die in four hits. Was, it's yeah, insane. I was hearing it's, that one of our tanks was in Cristalos, and they were quadding for nine k. Yeah, that's mobs. insane. So maybe I did a good reason for getting off Yarnax. I was like, ah, that's too stressful <laughs> for me. Yeah, that stuff hits really hard. That's insane. So for me, did my experience in progression so far, I, I'm liking it because it's more. There's more to it. So last expansion, Buried Sea, it was very linear. Um, it was just too simple. We got done with it in a day, um, and we were in Solteris. There was one one raid zone in all of the buried sea and so that's kind of kind of boring um so this expansion seems a lot more depth to it uh, almost almost too much but um it is nice we're getting upgrades as we go along which is good um, the raids so far have been nice because there hasn't been any trash to clear i think the first one we had trash to clear was steam factory Mm-hmm. But um, some of these other raids, you just walk in and the boss is there and you're going to get loot. That's always really nice. Those are fun, I think, for everybody. The events are kind of cool. The big bin event with the dragon and the crystals and they teleport you to a different room. That was kind of cool. Um, they've been relatively easy. I don't think we've struggled on anything yet. We had, I think, a hiccup on one of the Steam Factory mobs, but we made adjustments and took care of it. So... I'm waiting to see, like, when we hit that wall. And, I mean, I know as pals, it's been 
kind of rare to hit a wall and really be stuck at any one event for a long time. Um, yeah, we we figure it out after mm-hmm. a week or so, and then yeah. go back and knock it out. So yeah, so yeah, so, we're all looking uh, forward to keep going. It seems kind of slow each time we kill one of these progression mobs. We only get twelve uh, flags, I guess you could say, like twelve items that used for progression. So it forces you to do these lower level ones. You can't just skip ahead into Maldress. Yeah, yeah I'm really appreciative of uh, being on vacation, knocking some of the stuff out, and being able to be one of the first ones done to help everybody else out. I think that you know is very useful. Yeah. Um, I I think some of the tasks are pretty stupid. <laughs> like I I definitely think. Um, traveling around and inspecting or, or going through Maldraths, the five places you need to go was like a dumb addition. They just stuck that in there for right. no reason. You don't know why you're going to those places. You don't. They don't have any significance. They're just like, oh, let's find five places but you can go. Finishing everything up and getting to Crystalos was super fun. Like as soon as you step into Crystalos, you're like, Wow. It's a beautiful zone. It's insane. Super beautiful. I posted some pictures up on the Everpals Instagram. Yeah, and, yeah, on, those. Those are and on the Discord, the Discord um for pals, but I can post some up on the uh, Everpals Discord as well. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, thanks, Pokemon, for dragging me through that. Oh, last night? Yeah, the the Chris the, the golems and stuff. Appreciate yeah, dude. It. Did you have fun? Like the, I think I had Kisbane kind of drag me through the first time, but um, I think, you know, running people through with the knowledge makes it 10 mm-hmm, times sure. easier. <laughs> yeah. Someone who knows what they're doing is is really a key part of that. Um, and then, obviously, we cheesed a couple of them. We had oh, yeah. Of deaths. You, guys were, you guys were getting a little antsy last night. You ran up, got some um, aggro. Carl was sitting <laughs> on the other side of the valley at one point. Yep. Yeah. Just not used to the box. And also, uh, with Polly... Shroud of Strength doesn't uh, guarantee uh, safety anymore. I hate I'm it. Finding out. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's frustrating. I hate it. That's the one thing about rogues that's nice. Yeah. You know it does guarantee safety? Fang death. Fang death. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah. should main switch. No, I'm just kidding. Give me all the monk gear. Uh, you know, I used to. I have a couple of level 100 monks, right? Monkeys. Monk, I have one 100 monk on test server. I have a level 70 monk on test server as well. And uh, yeah, my I used to play a monk pretty frequently. I know the class very well. They're very fun. I don't know they anything about them. They're invincible. <laughs> if you, if you do it right, you can. You should never die as a monk. Yeah, I, it's rare that unless I'm just getting like one shot, it's rare that I end up dying. Uh, same thing with a rogue, though. Like it's yeah. pretty hard to die if you do things right, mm-hmm. um, but not impossible. It's less imp- less for a monk, though. I'm ultimately waiting for the time where um, mend goes on a thirty second cooldown. Oh, that'd be so uh, nice. That's one thing a, rogues don't get. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. normally a twenty five percent heal, um, just raw percentage, not like a number value. But it's an eighty six percent chance. To crit, which doubles it to fifty percent, so that on a thirty second cooldown is going to be absolutely insane. You know, monks get all the cool shit. I've been bitching on this podcast for a couple of weeks now about how rogues should get a kick. Like, there's no reason why rogues should not get a kick. That's right. Yeah, 
Um, Rogue should also have two hand piercing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> two handed backstab. And then, that would make backstab absolutely insane. I don't know about. I don't know. I think it, it would be cool to see, but backstabs would be just. You'd be backstabbing for like a total of fifty k, dude. Mm-hmm. But be insane. Why not mend? I love mend. Like oh, mend is a fantastic ability. Yeah, I want some of that shit in my life too. We've also got um, a self cure that cures uh, absolutely any detrimental effects on me, except for um, revival sickness. That's now on a twelve minute cooldown, so that's also really. Fun. And rogues get a yeah. poison one, right? Yeah, and it's like every hour. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So we're we're playing hard mode. You're playing easy mode. I see how it is. Yeah, you gotta play to win, dude. Come on. I'm just I'm just waiting to get these items, get these daggers and all this stuff, so I can like get close to monkey on the on the parses. And, oh, once I you know, get the daggers, you're gonna be fine. Past I know point. a lot of times monkey says, you know, I'm not even trying because I'm gonna pull aggro every time. It's <laughs> annoying. So, um, you yeah. know, it's you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna die on this hill. I've never had a problem with aggro with the night tanking. I'm gonna stand on this hill and die on it. Oh well, no knights uh, do have better aggro for sure. There's no doubting that. It's just you know with raid mobs, you know knights get a thirty percent uh, bonus to the soft cap, I think, right? And then also you know with defensive, it it's a longer lasting defensive ability. I don't know what mm-hmm. paladins get. I know they get some kind of defensive, but it's they not get, as long. They get. I think as of right now, it's a twenty five percent damage reduction. Up to twenty three thousand damage absorbed through it, so oh, that's like, like a total. No, it's like you absorb twenty five damage up to twenty five percent of the damage coming in, so it's like sixteen hits. Oh, okay. so you just quadruple it, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you prefer grouping with your dad, who's a paladin, or like a shadow knight? Um, I think yesterday we grouped. With, yeah, we grouped, yesterday we grouped with Vemi or uh, Kara now. Yeah. Um. They're both, it's different, 100%. I think with a with a Paladin, you don't have to worry about the heals as much. Um, because, I mean, they're obviously healing themselves and healing the group. And that's a lot of aggro. And I mean, the, with the stuns help too. I mean, I think the pal- uh, the Shadow Knight offers more DPS. But in terms of survivability, I, I like the Paladin more. I'm going to be honest. You heard that right, Paladins. Yeah, also like Shadow Knights for their ability to area... Um, oh yeah, aggro. AOE aggro is 100%. Aggro. It's insane for Shadow 2.0 click is just really nice. It's really nice. Yeah, increase accuracy um, by like 40% and you siphon 50% of the damage you do as right. health back. Group. It's, it can 100%, especially with the group I don't even know what the, cleric, I mean, the, the Paladin 2.0 does. I think it gives them a, a proc, I think, yeah. of some sort. And it, it makes it so they... Get more healing, I want to say. They receive more healing? Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. It's kind of interesting, you know, The you think a paladin's very, like, outgoing and selfless, um, but all their buffs and proxima 2.0 is all for themselves. Versus the yeah. Shadow Knight, you think they're very, like, inward and uh, not thinking of others, but it benefits the group. That's kind of funny. Yeah. And, I mean, and now with paladins, I mean, they have the, the, the heal through target, so they... Yeah, that is, that is really nice. That helps a lot. It's a lot of extra healing going towards the whoever's tanking, whether that be in the raid mob with the warrior or being in the group with themselves. It's just a lot of extra heat lagger that they can build up. For sure. And I see Cochino tank, um, tank like uh, raid mobs and like hold it for pretty long. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I've seen Laurent and Doe's do it too, but mm-hmm. uh, I've definitely seen seen Cochino do it really um, like often here, like in the last like week or two on some of this new stuff. So, yeah, over the course of the last like expansion or so, Rippy's been uh, given a little bit more respect to the Knights in what they can tank. Oh, I used to send tells to Cochino. I was on the Yarnax. So I was like, you take it. You got it. Like Yarnax <laughs> would be dead and getting res and getting buffed and. You know, ripping my call out. Oh, uh, need a warrior to pick it up, and I just sent a tell to Coach. And I was like, "You got this. Keep it up. Like you're doing great." <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think knights are criminally underused in raids, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know, picking up ads, uh, picking up trash mobs, and also, um, you know, once the warriors are down, like a buffed knight is so much better than an unbuffed warrior. From it's like ridiculous yeah. to even like have to say it, but um, yeah. I, Definitely use those knights. I've, uh, I, th- I think, I uh, can't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure at some point, like in the 90s or 100s, Shadow Knights become the raid tanks. I heard about that. You know, like, I never played in those days. I only played up to Seeds of Destruction, where, you know, that's the next expansion we're going to be playing in about three months. Um, but yeah, I've heard that. And, that seems interesting to me, like, because then what do the warriors do? That's their one thing that they do is is raid tank. So do they get boost in DPS they or they just absolutely like, nothing? Yeah, they do they all right DPS. Delete the character and start over. Or like, what happens? Yeah, reroll a shadow knight. Reroll shadow right? So that's going to be interesting. What happens? What's uh, some of your favorite zones you guys have been in so far in this expansion? I think Chrysalis takes the cake, but aside from that one. Um... I think ship and uh, like the like the gnome stuff. I think those have been really cool to see with the, like the autom- automatons and stuff. I haven't mm-hmm. done much grouping. I mean, I know Crystallis is going to be it, but I haven't been there yet. So um, I think it's really foreboding, like really uh, intimidating, logging in or zoning into uh, Meldrass Mansion when you hit the map and you see how many layers there are, and you see just like how many. Like you look at the the map in Brow Walls and it just looks like a clusterfuck, and you're like, oh my god, this this is huge, and so I I would really like to explore that. I'm really looking forward to grouping in there sometime, um, just to experience the zone. So yeah, that's the one I'm yeah. looking forward to. I kind of like how easy it is to get around too. Yeah, there's not, not a lot of travel, so it's not too bad. There's not a lot of, a lot of stuff that season is. I mean, there's like one mob that can like. Fuck your whole day up in one zone that season is, but aside from that, there's really not a whole lot that sees through uh, just like standard invisibility. Yeah, which that's really nice too. Yeah. I I don't like Hills of Shade as much as everybody was saying. Like it was a great zone. I did like though the instance to the uh, Mech Guardian. Oh yeah, Guardian was... Mecho Mechanistus yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. That. that was that was fun. We did that like really early on, right? Yeah, and I was in there yesterday too. And actually, I mean, uh, I SOS to the very, very top where everybody was, uh, where the group was, and it was really nice. Um, if you kind of less like working your way through, I think it's like a great place to do like a lesson burn. But yeah, um, it's like I said, I I really enjoyed that zone. I, that was something I wasn't expecting. I knew you could go in them, <laughs> just right. didn't know it was gonna be fun. I think they could have made that zone a little bit harder, though. Um, 
Well, yeah, I, I left on like the third floor, I think third or fourth floor, um, the first day of the expansion. Um, but it was hard enough, but we were only level, you know, 76, 77 at the time. I'm sure like now that we're 80, um, it's not as tough. Oh, the thing is, I like that it's like a giant robot with gnomes and spiders and shit inside of them, you know, like kind of like cobwebs and, mm-hmm. you know, gears and stuff working. But I just think like if you're going to fight inside of a giant like guardian, like it should be, it should, it should have been like a raid zone or something. Or you should have, you should be able to fight the guardian. <laughs> like that would be well, cool. maybe, yeah, like maybe you have to get to the top and disable the brain, or you can get to the top and like operate the controls, and like a little event happens where it gives you emotes and tells you like, you know, you've stopped the the mech from destroying Akanon or something like that. Oh, yeah, you know what? That'd be really cool because um, there's like a a there is like a top like the brain or whatever, but um. I, I wish there was like a window. I w- would love to see outside. That would be really cool. I didn't even think about that. Ooh, that would be yeah. cool. Maybe they could have like a timer on the task or the, the raid, like 30 minutes to where like it's in it's walking towards Akanon and you have to disable it before it reaches Akanon or something. Oh, yeah. I think you going to say, Monkey? I just think it's definitely possible that they could have done that because one thing I've noticed is like you can – because I went into one of the gyrospires. I don't remember which one, but I looked over the side and you were able to see the, the ship – zone like like the ship oh, right. the zone yeah, like the ship like you can like you can like see it so i mean it's they I mean that just makes it it shows that it's possible to be like be able to like see quote unquote another zone while you're in a different zone you know i think they yeah. definitely could have done something like that for like the top of the thing makes like sense. you could like Absolutely. look over dragon scale hills or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah they did a lot for this expansion i think um buried sea was kind of a Maybe, I don't know if it's a quick expansion, but there wasn't a lot of uh, going on with it. Um, I'm sure there was more, but we just didn't explore it because it covered a lot of levels that were kind of below us. Whereas this expansion, I think, is designed for people levels um, 75 to 80, and then most of it is designed for 80 plus, you know, at level 80. Um, like all of Crystallos, like if you're not level 80, you shouldn't shouldn't even be in there. But um, it's even kind of geared towards like sixty-five to seventy-five, and like the low, like Dragon Scale Hills and Loping Plains, like that. There's area. a couple of places, yeah, a couple of places like that, yeah. And I think Pokin, you said that you noticed people just like grouping, and it's something you haven't seen in a long time in like an open world to see groups, you know, pulling in areas and stuff, right? Yeah, I was running to Hills of Shade, and there's just random groups in Loping Plains, just you know, a group over here or a group over there, just yeah. random groups. So I think and, the last expansion, it was like all instances and everything like that. So it's good to see open world stuff happening again. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. So um, I was going to ask you, Monkey, uh, anything in particular that you uh, want to use this platform for? Anything you want to say or, or talk about while you have the opportunity? Um, no. Panic. Panic. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I did remember you, Monkey, you said something about um, there was a discipline that you had in Velius and got upgraded. Oh, um, yeah. It's interesting. About that a lot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, monks get, uh, got a discipline Inner Flame back at level 60 in Velius, and it just got upgraded this expansion to the Crystal Palm discipline. Yeah, so all you people on Mischief I'm... with Thornblade playing monks get used to that discipline 
you're gonna have it for a while. <laughs> yeah, you're stuck with it. Mm-hmm. I think um, there's, you know, I was buying spells and stuff today and getting tomes for for poking, and I think um, we're it's finally coming into the era where there's a lot of buttons to click and yeah. certain orders you have to do, but I can powerhouse through shit if I had to, you know, like I can, I'm sure I could take down um, a boss with somebody, you know, taking it even just level 80, 85, you know, when those mini bosses or whatever mm-hmm. that are in the zones, if I spam all my hot buttons and all my A's, this thing's going to die no matter what. Yeah, I definitely have that same kind of feeling. So monkey, a lot of our listeners uh, don't play on Mangler. I think, um, you know, we have a lot of people interested in mischief and Thornblade. Can I know like throughout most of the expansions monks are or or are one of the top DPS um, out there, but is there anything that changes with monks like as expansions go on or does your play style just pretty much stay the same? Um, So far it's it's I mean I dropped I stopped playing EQ in like end of Luckland beginning of pop air and come back at the end at the ass end of POR and I kind of just picked up where I left off, kind of, because there's really, there wasn't too much that was different. Um, I mean, the DPS output was substantially mm-hmm. increased, but aside from that, there really wasn't too much that you changed in your play style. Um, you're still just rocking around, punching stuff, uh, just pretending that you're dead and whatnot. Now, do you it's really for two one-hand weapons or one two-hand, or it just depends on the items themselves i think it just depends on the ratio i'm i mean personally i haven't had a new uh two-handers since omens of war so i haven't really been able to gauge the dps on it i want to get one this expansion so i can like test it out you know see what's see what's up i've seen rippy a few times it might just be the item that he had yeah um, he's got the he's got the monk two-hander from solteris i want i want that pretty bad you you didn't get it Nah, we only saw, ever saw the one drop and Rippy won it. Yep. You know how many daggers we've seen drop? Mm-hmm. We've gotten a couple ember shanks, but that's like it. That's, that was from T- that's TSS. We got we've gotten zero. 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 Yeah, gotten zero, uh, zero daggers from TBS. Or, and we haven't seen any now. No. Nope. Either. Sad. Yeah, I think there's only one that drops in Steam Factory. Yeah, the Rapido Shiv. Yep. And I was hoping it dropped. The one of what? Us. The Rapido, Rapido Shiv. Yeah, it's not yeah. that great. It's a good backstabber, but it's not really that great of, an, of a weapon other than it does good backstab damage. I'm pretty sure I Rapido Shiv about three times a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so that dagger is actually worse, slightly worse than the ones in Solteris. It's a 42-18 with 34 backstab damage. Yep. And then I think the ones in Solteris are slightly better, but I think the ones in Solteris also have a lot more hit points um, because this one has like 400 something and those have 455. 455, yeah. Yeah, I got those have, I think those also have purity. Of course, the ones in Solteris will have purity, where I don't think the one from Steam Factory has purity. So, you know, you get the bonus from from your power source on top of that, and you get the proc from your power source. Yeah, but uh, that was one of the thing. One of the things I found kind of interesting about uh, the Buried Sea and Solteris is that that's the only expansion and the only raid zone that you get weapons with purity on it. 
Well, so now the at least the group gear um, from Secrets of Fade were had purity on it, um, but I don't know about the uh, raid visible gear. I know the group visible gear has purity on it. At least the rank two does. But curious to see if for group content for uh, SOF. Yes. Yeah, I like, believe all the group stuff has. I think everything is period on it now because Shammy got um, gloves from one of the events we did, like the first the first oh, time okay. we did it. Yeah, and it's but, got seventy five period on it. Yeah, but none of the weapons don't anymore. Yeah, they took yep. that out. Yep, which I'm I'm pretty happy about it because it gives you flexibility for items. Like you know, you can get an item that has for a warrior or something that has like an anger proc. Or you know, stun, and then you have another one that you just want to use for DPS, have like a life tap or something. Yeah, some flexibility. Yeah, for sure. Totally random, but I yep. forgot to tell you guys, and I know you guys were going to be excited, but I got the ice cream uh, cookies. The <laughs> ice cream oh, so sandwich. No, no, no! You said it right the first time. The ice cream cookies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the ice cream sandwiches. I got both actually. So in your face on that part. Oh, well, that's cool. Speaking of ice cream sandwich, have y'all ever had an it's it? A what now? An it's it? It's like an ice cream sandwich. It's got like a like a good bit of ice cream and it's like um graham crackers, like are like the, the sandwich part, like mm-hmm. I guess like what would quote be like the, the outside. Then it's dipped in like chocolate. I'm googling this as we speak. Sounds it's, good. It's it's it oh, it's like an ice cream sandwich with dipped yeah. in chocolate. It's, exactly. It's, it's exactly what I said, yeah. And it's got oh. like graham crackers is like the cookie. Oh, okay. It's really good. If they need that and not graham cracker though, and they need to do it just like a regular chocolate chip cookie or something. It's almost like a moon pie. I don't know if that's a southern thing. Um, moon pie. Yeah, moon pies. You can look I know that what up. they are. Um, yeah. It's I like a like s'more. Marshmallow. Yeah, it's marshmallow. But this one has ice cream. Looks like it's it. These it's yeah. it's are dope though. I'm yeah, I'm gonna have to get one of those. It's totally gas. <laughs> it's shit's gas, dude. Shit's gas. <laughs> so, um, you want to do the uh, the forum voice that we were practicing earlier? It's time for forums with <laughs> Open and Molly. So. Every podcast that we we do, we try to go on the EverQuest Daybreak forums and, you know, find a couple of things that, uh, you know, strike some conversation. And I'm glad you're here because there's a great question that I found under one of the forum pages. Okay. The title of the uh, the forum post is, I would pay X for Y, monetization ideas for EverQuest and fun. Ooh, perfect. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so just a silly thread with ideas. The rules of the game are: you would only pay what amount for what idea specifically. Um, an example would be somebody said, "I would pay twenty dollars per slot for the fifteenth and sixteenth character slots to be unlocked, so that I could do one of each racing class." Uh, no. Well, not you, maybe, but oh, some yeah. people. Somebody to. might. I don't. Mm, do you think it'd be popular? I don't think it would be that popular. I think for people like Wafer, it would be popular. So you can have like one of each class on your account? Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't personally. I don't even have extra character slots as it is right now. But 
So you, um, you have empty character slots on your. Well, I mean, I've, I mean, like they're full, but like I don't like pay yeah, for, like the like extra jump. ones. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think people like Wafer would love this. Yeah, there's I definitely people he, he that would. would pay, he would pay the twenty bucks for that. Oh yeah, yeah. that would be perfect for Wafer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people who like don't play like one character like specifically all the time. They like but like again, mess around yeah. with like alts and stuff. Like this is something that doesn't break the game, doesn't give people an unfair advantage. And something that's very easy for dark park games to do, simple change it to fifteen to sixteen, and get twenty bucks. Yeah, I, think I it's mean, a good it's idea. De- it definitely is. There's several people who would who would do it, like right. would buy it. Yeah, and it, like you said, it doesn't hurt the game. It doesn't. It's not game breaking. It's it's free money for them. Exactly. I mean, it's. Yeah. Um, uh, another example was I would pay, um, five ninety nine. A month to be able to manage my pet's gear. Manage my pet's gear. I guess I don't know what that means. Like if you have a summoned pet, like be able to like equip different gear onto it. Oh, yeah. Like they do for mercenaries. So for mercenaries, Mm -hmm. you can have like their inventory and take things Mm -hmm. on and off. Yeah. Right now, you just thought about that on a mercenary. You can like unequip them and make them naked without their consent. (laughs) That's kind of creepy. Anyway, a little bit. Well, you you just hand your your mage pet or your beast lord pet, um, you just handing them the items and hopefully you know they do their thing. But um, if you have like a inventory window or a pet inventory window where you could give it like a haste item and a couple weapons and just insert and outsert whatever items you have in your bags. Right. Oh yeah, I don't think it'd be that hard either because you could just like put like the inventory button on like the pet window already, and then that would pop up. The, the inventory window for your pet and you could like slot it in just the same way you'd slot in weapons and armor into your own character. I, I don't like making people pay for this because it only is beneficial to three classes. Uh, maybe yeah. like shamans as well. And, you know, they have their pet, but I, mm-hmm. I so guess, like, you know, $6 a month or any kind of dollars a month for somebody just because they chose class. One of these three classes is, is not fair. Well, I think you guys are you guys are overthinking a little bit. This is what somebody who obviously plays a pet class would pay yes. for this ability. Yes, so. but you also don't know mm-hmm. like their financial situation. They might, you know, be raking in like two hundred thousand dollars a year, and six dollars is like fifty cents for us or something. You know, right? So, um, but no, I I don't think it should be a paid sir. I think it should be impl- implemented for free. Yeah, I agree. How about how oh, about a, uh, so I, I think it'd be cool just to tell us what the thing is and then me and Monkey will tell you how much we pay for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> a veteran AA or an AA that uh, summons a parcel merchant. Oh go ahead, Monkey. Maybe an extra five bucks. I guess. I don't know. I just maybe not anything at all because I mean parcels. There you go. One time uh, parcels. <laughs> yeah. I mean, parcels are, I mean, it's definitely something I use all the time, but yeah, I mean, I don't find myself like that often where I can't just like, especially like even with campfires nowadays, you know, like I can just throw down my campfire, throw into the heroes or origin or whatever, right. go parcels some shit out and then just mm-hmm. flip right back to my group. You know, I mean, I, I think, think an extra $3 a month, two ninety nine a month for somebody so I think if you do a lot of trade skills, um, this is something you're going to really want. Because, you know, think about Dracoco and being out there and people, like he could, 
you know, even me, I guess, you know, like collected a bunch of stuff, your bags start getting full. You got to send them to your guild trade skill person and you can just, you know, summon them and get it out of your inventory and, and happy days. So yep. maybe three bucks a month. How about what, they come, what, uh, what did what did uh, they say in the post? Someone said it should be free. Oh, OK. Um, but I would pay it just they just said that they would pay. I think I totally agree. I would also pay. Yeah. What, what do you think? Like three dollars, five dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a, a two bucks, two ninety nine or something. Yeah. Part of those perk Part packages. Yep. Yeah. There you go. How about five dollars extra a month to play two characters from one account? Yeah, I would love that. Hundred percent. Right yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yarnax and Polly. Yeah, I would. I would do that in a heartbeat. It's literally ten dollars cheaper, and it's one less machine than boxing two machines. Okay. Even how about ten bucks a month then? It's still five dollars cheaper. It's the same thing. Like you know, if you already had a character, then you know if you had. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like if you made another character. Now it'd have to be extra. So it'd have to be um I mean, like twenty bucks a month, I think would be like a decent price for that. Because like say if you're like main changing from like say a cleric to a like a Shatter Knight or something. Um and you've got them both on the same account, I mean you could do that and then you could still have the cleric well, and the Shatter Knight. Yeah, both something running. I see being an issue with that is there are heirloom items that are pretty nice. Um, uh, I'm gonna say pretty nice. Most of them are like utility kind of stuff and also cosmetics. Um, but you know, that does come into an issue where you're having them both at the same time. They could just pass it back and forth. And mm -hmm. so everybody would have have this feature if you wanted a box. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I would do it. I would pay some extra for that. Yeah, I would. I would have to do something. I would definitely start my druid on this account. <laughs> well, like I was saying, they would have to, because you pay, you know, just say you pay your monthly, and it's $15 a month for your account. Um, if you had two accounts, it would have to be at least $30 a month uh, for the two, to two uh, characters on one account. Otherwise, everybody would just have one account, and they would start losing money that way. They'd lose subscriptions. So it would have to be a total of like $35 a month. For, for doing this, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I mean, a little bit extra. A little though. bit extra. Like you already paid for an account. Dollars extra a month, maybe. Yeah, and like you can you can toggle it. So like if you're not using both characters, then you don't even, you know, you just sure. charge your. You just disable it for the next month or yeah. I think I mean they might also run into some issues with like multiple people playing on the same account. You know, like say if like like just hypothetically. Polly and Pokin like shared an account, right? Like you, like they were on the same account, and you guys just did that instead of paying for each. Of they can do it off your IP, right? Yeah, there's ways around that though. Okay. There I don't know. That IP. Surge knows all about that stuff. Yeah, you would. Uh, yeah. So, what do you guys think about the perks being delayed? Did you guys see that? I did I see did. that. Yeah, I'm indifferent. Like. I wasn't planning on using any of those. Um, so the only one that even like remotely sparked my interest was the bonus XP gained one, but that was about it. Yeah, so just, minimal too. Yeah, I think about minimal. Yeah. Also, you could just buy oh, potions like, and stuff. Right. So it's like an extra five percent or something like that of XP gain. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's more, but I mean, you're gonna 
we got three months of this expansion. I'm sure you're going to be AA capped. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with as how much you play, man. <laughs> Uh, another question that I saw on the forums is like uh, the level restriction on buffs. So I'm sure you guys have run into this before. You're a level 45 cleric. You need um, you you are gonna buff like a level one tune. You can't use your level 45 buff on this level one tune. You have to go and find your level 20 buff or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And when you're power leveling and stuff, it obviously makes it a little bit more difficult too. What do you think? Do you think uh, Daybreak should, uh, you know, get rid of the level restrictions on these buffs? I think, well, if, you know, if I start my druid and we're going to power level my druid, what's the what's the problem with uh, me getting temerity on my on my druid? I don't think right. it's really going to make a difference. It just pisses Carl off that he has to go find some level twenty buffs. He has buff to, he has that to he go find. Have. He has to go have. find. No, I don't have. I have one, and then I have tenacity. So <laughs> <laughs> I went from one to seventy-five. Uh, yeah, he's got to go find temperance as opposed to tenacity. Exactly. Yeah, right. Do you guys? Uh, do you guys think that they should get rid of the level restriction? I personally think they should. Maybe yeah. at like a certain expansion or something. Yeah, I don't think it's too game breaking because I mean, the only thing that like I could even remotely think would be like semi game breaking would be like clarity. And um, like damage shields, because like at this point, because damage shields are like, what are they now? Like up in the high eighties, like even breaking a hundred, I think, so, on some of them. Yeah, for sure. Like putting those on a level one, I think. So game I, breaking? No, I, that's not game breaking. I think like we need to get new players into the game, um, especially into like the TLPs. Because I don't mm-hmm. you know, and this encourages new people to come in because. It makes them easier. It makes it easier for them to level, but it also kind of gives them like a little bit of false sense of uh, gameplay, where they're buffed so high, they're like, "Oh, I can just destroy the world," and eventually they're going to run into, you know, when they get like seventy-five or maybe even seventy, I'm like, "Oh, the game's a lot different now. It's getting too hard," and they just get frustrated. So, but yeah, I think it's good for new players. I think we should we should go for that, and. um Eliminate the level restrictions for these buffs. There's a there's one more I see on here that I'm going to ask you guys, and I think this is going to be fun. Okay. So classic EverQuest had 14 classes: cleric, monk, enchanter, magician, shaman, shadow knight, necro, bard, druid, warrior, wizard, rogue, ranger, paladin. Yeah. Um, in classic. So, you know, not including B-Swords and Berserkers. How would you rate the classes? What's the number? Let me get your top five. Your top five classic class ratings. Uh, for and, me, and, number, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm going to say up to Velius. Okay. Go ahead, Monkey. So, go ahead, Monkey. Uh, top one has got to be Enchanter, because in that era, they are absolutely fucking broken. Um, I think, uh, probably, I think Monk is, like, top three, it's says number two, but, um, I don't know, I think Mage is pretty cool, especially when they were, like, broken, and their Mage pet was, like, 
obscenely overpowered. Especially with the six, yeah. Still are. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'd say Shaman, uh, which was like number four, with Monk number three, and then, um, I'm I don't know number five. Uh, Come on, you do it. Maybe like Shadow Knight. Shadow Knight's really cool. a rogue for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think like all the melee DPS kind of like are like almost grouped together. Yeah. You know. All right. Um. So for me, number one is like I'm a little different. So number one might be cleric. Um. Just because I feel like their healing in the first three expansions is just so much better than the other classes more efficient better and also complete heal um, is so important for raiding um, number two enchanter um, three probably shadow knight four shaman and ah, no let me do that again three monk four shadow knight five shaman it's uh pretty close to the list that that was posted here cleric monk enchanter magician shaman magician yeah yeah and no, Shadow Knight coming like in Shadow Knight for six. groups, like just having that tank is so great. Um, but yeah. Um, can I ask you guys what your bottom two classes would be? Uh, why, why are they Ranger Paladin? Oh, I thought it'd be Rogue Paladin. No, I was gonna say no Ranger and Rogue maybe um, for me. I think Paladin is so misunderstood. Um, it takes a lot of work and a lot of thought and a lot of being careful. You could see, like, when I was playing Pally, if I wasn't careful, things would go bad. But most of the time, he was fine. And um, it's nice having the Paladin there. You get some extra buffs for the group. You get some extra healing. Uh, they can root. Um, I guess I don't think Shadow Knights can root um, at the in Classic. Maybe they can. I don't think they ever can, but they can snare. Yeah, they can snare. But I don't know. I, I really like the Paladin. Um, Ranger, I guess, until you get Endless Quiver, Ranger just didn't work out. Yeah, there's not a lot going on for Rangers in those first three expansions, or in, I guess Classic in those first two expansions. Well, uh, but, Ranger, Rogue, Paladin is pretty much the the mm-hmm. last three. So, right. <laughs> so there's a, if you go through this thread here, like number 14 is Rogue. Don't play a Rogue. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like an old EverQuest before... Um, before you, like, used to pop up naked, like on P99, when you die, you're naked, and you need to go get your bodies back. Rogues were critical for that. Um, I think rogues had a huge role back then, and now they kind of lost that. Because uh, if you die, you just you get all your stuff back automatically. And so the need for a rogue has kind of gone away um, in classic EverQuest. So rogues in classic are for the diehards that don't want to start a rogue in Kunar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I played the rogue starting uh, in Kunark and had a good time. I got into groups. People were surprised with the DPS that I had. They were happy with it. It's consistent DPS. Doesn't take any. Uh, you know, it's like a monk. It's not as good as yeah. monk, but it's consistent DPS, and you don't ever need a med. You can just keep pulling over and over and over again. I'm yeah. going. I'm going to go through this thread a little bit more and just read all the rogue hate. Everybody should go <laughs> into the rogue channel and warn people not to play a rogue. They should disable rogues. <laughs> Jeez, man. Fourteen. Don't play a rogue. 
get two just rogues. straight up walking dead weight until kunark for rogue <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so um now you know the hard mode the real true you know amazing players are all rogues <laughs> for sure there you go. Uh, I don't know. I just enough. really like being able to have Shout of Stealth, but they've kind of taken that away from me a little bit. They've, this expansion, they've cucked us. They've essentially cucked us. I just loved that. I think that was so much fun just to, like, because like you were saying, where as a monk with Feign Death, you can explore and not have much risk of, of dying. You used to have that with rogues. You could just go explore, check out the zone. Um, I know when I did the DODH um, slip gear gym, I just walked around and got it all done in like 30 minutes. So, um, yeah, I miss that about a rogue, but I'm having a good yeah. time with Polly. Ah, back in my day. Back in my <laughs> day. <laughs> no, there's uh, one thing. Oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead, monkey. Oh, I was just kind of going off of like before the reading the classes and stuff. You were talking about like stuff we'd pay money for. One thing I think I'd pay money for um, is like an appearance tab, because you know they have like ornaments for your armor and stuff. But uh-huh. I think, like, the ability to, like, put on, like, old armor just as your, like, straight-up appearance, like, not, like, what's going in as calculated as your, like, your stats, right. but, like, weapons and stuff that, like, old weapons that you don't have anymore that you liked, that you really like the look of. I think For sure. Should. Like, like, I think we talked about that. Maybe I talked about that with uh, Bimmy or something, where we have, in WoW, you have transmogrification. Mm-hmm. And, and then, can, like, yeah, you could pay money to, you know, equip it only for your appearance. And yeah. but you had to looted the item or have it in right. your possession still. Um, and that's another thing that I think they could code it in because, you know, these items have type 20 slots. And exactly. I think you could, should be able to put an item into this type 20 slot and then, yeah, have the appearance. I think that'd be really cool. And I would, probably pay just for Polly, Carl, who cares? Um, but for Polly, I'd probably pay like an extra three bucks a month, $2 a month just to have some yeah. cool appearances or one time I mean, fee to like unlock that ability, like a $10 or $15 one time uh, fee to unlock it. Yeah. I think EQ2 really hit it on the head because they have like an appearance tab where it's got all the visible armor slots and your main your main hand offhand in range uh, item like a bow or whatever mm-hmm. they really hit it on the head you can just like full like throw in a full armor set of what you like what you like and then just have that as what you're running around with i would definitely pay money for that yeah see all these ways if dark ball games listens to us all these ways to make money most of them go. are pretty easy so we should be working for dark ball no. Yeah, I don't think they ask. They don't go and ask like people, "What would you pay for?" I think they should do that. Maybe they did with these yeah. perks. Maybe that's how they got these perks figured out. But maybe they, they asked the wrong people. They asked the wrong people. They, <laughs> right. they could ask even in game, like an in-game poll, or you know, when you log into the game, have uh, a link to a website where you can go fill out a poll and ask the people that are playing. Um, yeah, do that. Before we finish up, I just wanted to mention, so Beaten plays is a B-Sword, obviously. I've been having fun playing him, um, but I don't have Feign Death, right? And somebody made a mistake in telling me that B-Swords get Feign Death. A mistake, so I, a mistake in what way? Like that 
Well, now I can't wait. I need oh, it. I can't wait. Okay. I need it. I need it yesterday. <laughs> Why don't I have it already? That's the question. Mm-hmm. So it's an AA. It's not actually feign death. It's an AA that's reused every 30 seconds. Um, and if you guys have never, you neither of you guys have ever played a B-Sword before, right? Uh, not, I played a B-Sword to like 40. level 55 or so. Okay. Yeah, I think my highest old B-Sword ever is like level 40 or something like that. Well, I'm going to ask you, what do you think a Beast Lord's Fane Death would be called? It's got to have something to do with animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, possum? Possum form? It's literally <laughs> called playing possum. Playing possum! <laughs> Hell yeah! That's funny. <laughs> I, when, I, when I looked this up and I looked at it, I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. That's it's pretty, called playing that's possum. That's janky as hell. That's Whoever funny. came up, bravo to whatever developer came up with that. That's good. Um, but boo on you for not giving it to me three expansions early. True. So when's it come out? Underfoot? Underfoot, yeah. But You're going to need an underfoot. Well, you know what, though? How cool is that? Where basically if I ever have to do some running around like we did, you know, for SOF, um, I can just invis on, on Pokin. And run. So but basically, I don't like invising on poking. I usually just run and then hit escape if I have mobs on me, right? Right. Um, now I can just do that on both my characters and hit faint death. And, yeah, yeah, that'd be really fun. So is escape going to get a cooldown? Escape, yeah, escape automatically uh, cools down for us once okay. you hit the level. Did you know that? No, I mean, I, I use it, but, you know, I've only been back to the rogue just for a few weeks. So. Hmm. Yeah, so the next rank is uh, Seeds of Destruction, but it should be a, an automatic uh, up, upgrade. Like, it yeah. should just come. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to double-check that to make sure I have the right one up because um, I don't know if my hotbar, if it updates, or if I have to, yeah. like... Yeah, it updates automatically. Again. Nope, anyway. it should be nine minutes. That's a long time, man. I want That's 30 seconds. I would love 30 seconds. So this one for Beast Lords, this plain possum, is it uh, no fail? 90% chance that it won't fail. I know, right? Give me. You probably know about the 90% chance stuff. Do you have something like that with with monks? Um, You have your one that always works every three minutes, right? Yeah, you got imitate death every on a three minute cooldown. It works essentially the same exact way the bard fade does. Except I just, I flop instead of just standing there. Right. Um, and that's a no fail. Um, I've also, I mean, and Feign Death, like Feign Death, which is the Feign Death skill, it caps out at 200. So, I mean, I can go like months without it failing. And then whenever I need it, like absolutely need it to not fail, it'll fail sometimes. And yeah. it's just kind of annoying. Yeah. Or sometimes it'll fail like twice within a five minute period. And it's that, just, that I think it's coded in there the same way you have like pet breaks, um, right. charm breaks with enchanters. <laughs> it's exactly. like when you need it the most or when that enchanter goes away to get a drink, that's when it happens. Exactly. Yeah. I think the last escape may be uh, underfoot. Okay. And hmm, I wonder, I don't know how fast it is i'll have to look it up that's a good question i wonder how how low we can get it right because i mean if it's every 30 seconds then 
Um, I know we get an upgrade, but it's all the way until Empires of Kunark. We get an Ooh. upgrade to Shroud of Stealth. Oh, yeah? So it's a long time from now. Oh, that's not good. No. So we're stuck with this, and we're going to have all these mobs that still see through Shroud. And we always make the joke, um, yeah, this ooze chilling out in uh, Steam Factory can see through Shroud Stealth, but Finn and Roe and Quorm, no, they can't see through it. You know, the gods can't see through it, but this random mm-hmm. ooze in a, in a factory <laughs> right off of Akanon can, can see me. Yeah. Yeah. That's balanced. Right. Well, Monkey, thanks for being on. Did you have anything else, Bogan? No, I'm good. I'm okay. tired of sick, tired of talking to this guy. Yeah, we got to go uh, <laughs> log in AQ, get some grouping done, get some, have some fun stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for coming on, talking to your monk stuff. Um, and it was my pleasure. We had a good time with you and Pokin. Pleasure as always, Pokin. Oh, pleasure, pleasure. Yeah, pleasure. Yeah. You ready for some outro music? I am ready. You ready? Roll it. All right, outro music. See ya. See ya.